Welcome to Queer State of Mind, y'all. We are going to have a very exciting show for you today, so stay tuned. We have a very special guest, and your favorites are back. All three of us will be doing the show today, so stay tuned. You're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Yes, we are back, 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 back. So, y'all, you know, I'm waiting for the kids to arrive, everything. Last week, you know, I was the one that was hella late. This week, you know, the usual is late. That's Miss Duran. She's she's always late. So we're not going to say anything about that. But we're going to start out with a couple of tracks right now. Um, the first one is from the Adams Family movie soundtrack. It's called My Family by Migos. And then the next track after that is going to be a little ratchet song by Sweetie called My Type uh, from her album Icy. So you're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Ay, 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 ay,
music back to the global. They say that we mean. They say that we rule. They say we got problems. But we say it's cool. Family, family. I go to war with my family. Ups and downs. We all go right this family. So I'm sure you're probably here, and this is not Sadu. This is actually Micah. Hi. Um, so I'm actually running the show today. Hey, girl. Hey, baby. Yeah. Um, you know the L train tried to play me today. So the L train plays everyone. She's terrible. It I plays think. everyone down to the ground. She really does. She got me together last week. What she do? Um. Well, not the L train. I'm sorry. The B60 bus. So I was. Oh, I just want to to get here. Oh well, I guess she was good for you. So. I was here coming with a lot of food, you know, because we had a barbecue and it was about 11.30. I said, oh, they said the bus comes at 11.35. It's only a 10-minute bus ride. I said, oh, I can do that and then walk to the studio. That bus showed up at noon. What? Noon. It showed up at noon and I could not 
freaking I was so mad. That's late. I, so I was so mad. I was so, so mad. It's because I, you know, first of all, mother was broke. She could not take an Uber, honey. Right, right, right. She I'm was not, that type of broke. I'm, I'm mad. Like, yeah. It'll be that same. You know, so I'm like, girl, no, they want no Uber happen. This is public transportation. Right, I already right. paid for this. Okay. And it was just a mess. Yeah, you no, know? it's too much. Like, I, I, actually, I mean, she's like, I was thinking about taking, like, took the M train to the B, to B60. I was like, ooh, maybe I'll take an Uber. But then, like, the B, like, I'm surprised. I was like, you go, B60. You're actually, like, all you, like, the buses are on point this weekend. <sighs> well, I'm glad from your lips to God's ears, honey. Right. Because there was not me last week. I was so mad, you know. Just and late. I came. And, you know, I, I congratulated Miss Duran. She held down the fort. Well, by held, holding down the fort, I mean, she already on the Grande Marathon. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. But she held down the fort for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I came, and then we actually had a really good show after that. So it was really, really nice. It was, it was well. She's here now. That's all. Yeah, Duran's here. We're all we're all in the house. So that's well, amazing how sensitive these mics are. I know <laughs> this is a new thing now. You know, I'm here for it. I'm not mad about it at all. You know, in that sense. You know, so what's going on, yo? What's new? What are we talking about? You know, well, we're talking about a lot of things. I mean, you know, there's been a lot that's happened this last week. I mean, okay. the biggest one being the Democratic debate. I can't wait to dive into that. Um, and then, you know, um, we girls, we took a road trip and we're definitely going to talk about Oh, yes, that. yes. We got to talk. Actually, last week I played all the songs and I told the people to listen in this week because they will understand why I played the songs I played. Yes, I can't wait to get you into know, that. I played, um, what did I play last week? Uh, I played. Um, Patty Smite, if I were you. <laughs> um, someone else's story from Chess. Um, um, I want to be you by Tamia. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I wish I was a punk rocker. It was all songs about being another person, Ooh. living through Dude. someone else. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I want to say, Duran, you're looking great in all black. Like I'm, I'm like for real. Like I, I'm loving this fall look. Like don't give me that. Look. Don't look at me like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Accept a compliment when they give you one, bitch. It was a compliment. She <laughs> Who didn't... said I wasn't about to accept the compliment? You know, <laughs> Jesus. Well, you never know, honey. I always you got to keep your weapons out with girls, honey. You, you never, never know. know when it's a compliment, a backhanded compliment. Right. You know. Yeah. I personally thought it was a backhanded compliment because she said, hey, "Look, I'm going all black." Exactly. Oh, because <laughs> of slimming. I see, bitch. You see, you see, you tell, see, you tell, see. Just go one. No, one I know what you're doing. No, but like, I knew no, you do look do good. You, you do look good. I mean, yeah. But I do, I, I do love fall for um, turn up. No, my earphones can you turn them down a little no, bit. Turn down. I'm my sorry. earphones, not my mic. Nope. Oh, um, how do I do? That? The earphones are over there. Oh, my bad. That's there yours. Go. Nope. Oh, That's oh. ours. Boop. There you go. This, the second one. Keep going. One more over. This one. One right? more over. No, this is the last one, girl. Oh yeah, that's the last one. I don't know, child. You know she don't know how to work the board. You know what? I do know how. You know is that better? Is that better? No, but it's fine. I figured. I mean, it out. she has break. ran the show the most this year. I think so. That's so. true. To be fair, as a journalist, well, she would know. Donald Trump is president, girl. That don't mean he know how to do his job. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. To be fair, I mean, saying. actually, it's picking up. Actually, yeah, he just fired his uh, oh yeah, advisor, um, John Bolton, Michael Bolton, John Bolton, mm, John Bolton. <laughs> Michael Bolton sounds about right. I know, right? <laughs> you know, he was fired. <laughs> she, was, she was late. Um, but now they're thinking about having Pomp. Like he's like thinking about having Pompeo be uh, both national security advisor and um, and secretary of state, which is like no, that's too much work for him, and he can. Barely Somebody cannot be two of those. It's one thing. Yeah, I think like Kissinger was, and like that was, but it was the sixties. It was pre-internet. Um, but anyway, let's um, let's actually dive into one of the like the big findings of the week. Um, well, in a moment, I guess uh, it was you know the Democratic debate was held two days ago. Um, was it two days ago? Yeah, two days ago, Thursday. Um, I don't know, child. 
But um, did you, it was only ten people on the stage, which is like a first. You tell us, because I did not watch because I just can't. Debates just just make me angry. It just it's just a lot. Oh. I heard Miss Biden showed up and all these girls. I heard there's a lot of things that were just like, yeah. I mean, Biden, like Biden, really needs to be, like these sort of learn how to talk about race because like he brought this whole thing about like social workers going into the house and like helping black parents like play like record players for their kids and shit. And it was just like Ooh. that's weird. Yeah, it was like it's a very old time way of looking at like why there's like systemic issues with like underachievement for like black students like it was just like a really weird like why the old white person that don't relate to you yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly who knew who, who knew who um, knew yeah um another thing that was kind of like brought up was uh like julian uh, julian castro julian castro castro i don't know if it's julian or julian um, julian always oh, julian is it okay julian okay julian castro he um he like did like this like jab at biden that basically implied that he was talking about how old he is and like and like applying as dementia because like he said something something about oh, healthcare. That's petty. Yeah, so he's been attacked for that. Um, that was a big one. Kamala Harris was doing this whole. Um, she was like making jokes and like some of them like were landing, but some of them were just like not so great. And they feel like she was like, they, uh, I think the commentary is that maybe she's listening too much to her advisor instead of just being herself. And like as a result, she well, I authentic. mean, you know, she's she's a she's a interesting one to say the least. Um, yeah. It's just one of those things where, like, if you're not a comedian, honey, don't make jokes. Right. You know, just say what you got to say, get to the point. How was Miss Warren? You know, I love. Listening. Oh, Miss Warren's beat. She's everything. She's 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 my personal front runner. Yeah. I, mean, I love Elizabeth Warren. Because I just think, like, she comes to they ask the bitch the question, she asks the question you ask, and then keep the moving. She's mm-hmm. not going, well, you know, he, mm-mm, she didn't touch the girl. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So you answer the questions. Yeah. Done. She's great. I mean, I think she's still in a lot of thunder from Bernie's camp. And I, I mean, I, I really think there's like only two front runners now. I think it's Elizabeth, I think it's Biden and Warren. I think that's it. Like, yeah, Biden is familiar. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And like, he has the black vote. Down. Yeah. Like, he's the, familiar. So yeah. I can see that. I mean, he has a lot of issues, but it's better than what we have now, exactly. you know, in that sense. So it's one of those things where, like, he, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those. I think it will all figure out if they were smart on how they make their president and vice president, like how they, who they team up mm-hmm. with each other. That yeah. would be what can win for them in right. that sense. So you got to put two people. If you put two, if you were to put Biden, let's Biden or Warren or Warren or Biden, no, but Biden can be vice president again mm-hmm. because he already been vice president. But if you were to put Biden, if you, he got the nomination and you may warrant the vice, like you had to put uh, something yeah. there. You have oh, to. I think. Well, I think if Biden gets the nomination, it's going to be Stacey Abrams, most likely, who I'm down for. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. She's, oh, I love her. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see her being the VP. <clears throat> what do you think, Duran? <laughs> okay. I don't know what to think. Yet. You got to follow a little perspective, girl. I don't know. You got to follow politics a little bit, just a little bit. I'm not. I mean, I, I do a little bit, literally just a little, a little bit. bit. Um, mm-hmm. is through honestly, I follow politics to the tilt and through Chris of mine. Oh, honestly, like, through who? Through the outlets that I work for. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is, you are a journalist, so that's true. Ooh, but you're a pop journalist, girl. So that's different. I almost said some shit that I have to say off air. Never Ooh, mind. Can't wait Whatever you think you have to say on air, don't say it. Right. <laughs> you. No, I just, no, I just said I, I have to I say this off air. I know, I know, but I'm just in general, girl. You know that. You know. Yeah, stay right there, girl. No. Exactly. Exactly. You are not that mother, girl. You know. 
Um, but yeah, it was, but I will oh, say, shoes are fantastic, by the way. Thank you. I will say this. Oh, what um, shoes? What are they? Right. Sorry. Not huh? to, what are your shoes? Where, where are your shoes? Girls, shoes from H&M. <laughs> okay. Wait. No, no, no. Sorry. Primark. Nice. Primark. No, cute. Yeah. Sorry. That's cute. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to go off topic. No, but hey, hey no, this, this part so of the topic. So I, I, honestly, I did not realize there was a, a Democratic debate this week. It's Girl, gonna be honest. It, it, it was. It was all over the fucking place. Listen. Yeah. I realized that I've been in my own bubble, but now that is what is it actually down to ten people? Yes. Well, if, so, it's, if it's actually well, down to no, ten well, people. Well, okay, so yes and no, right? So there's yeah. only ten people qual- like qualify for it, but yeah. there's still like eight. There's still like eighteen candidates, but they just well, I will here. start paying attention to those ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been kind of I started think, paying attention to Elizabeth Warren and Kamala yeah. Harris and Joe Biden. You know, it's yeah. weeding out yeah. like just pretty much you know everything that's. You know, in that sense, it's weeding that out. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, also, Beto had a really good thing because he was like, "We're gonna take away your AK-47." So, like, there's really like maybe like six people. There's Biden, Sanders. Oh, I like Beto a lot too. Me too. Because he's young. He's young. He and he says "fuck," which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's young. He's I mean, young. it's like he to me. I, we need somebody. I, honest with you, we, we need somebody to say whatever, bitch. No, I'm <laughs> we need somebody between uh, for a president between forty-five and sixty-five. Yeah. That's yeah, that's no, to me. True. I think it's because I think much older than that. Sometimes, like you said, they're, they're not in like someone in their fifties is the perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. totally perfect time because they they are riding. I'm sure, sixties. You know, like, yeah. No, sixties are like early sixties. It's the early. It's, it's the end. It's to, like towards right. the end. But like the yeah, seventy year old, the old old one, just like well, mm-hmm. I don't know because yeah, yeah. they're not. They don't understand what's behind them. Like you know, they're a little bit too removed from. Um, the people. Yeah. Like Obama was in his 40s. How old yeah, was he? He was, was in he? his late 40s, mid 40s, maybe. Probably mid, I think. I think yeah. he was like 44, 45. Wow. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. So, in that sense. Because Sasha and Malia were only like ten, like seven or eight years old. Right. So yeah, like, so like, yeah, they yeah. pretty much grew up in that sense, you know. Uh, but shout out to, um, what's it? Uh, Sasha's a younger one? Yes. No, Amelia is a younger one. I don't I know. Honestly, don't know. Was it college? One's like finishing high school. I can't remember which. Okay, yeah, the one that's finishing high school. You know, we're not on speaking terms. She's going to the University of Michigan. I had to get my bitterness out of there. Oh, that's all. oh, I don't like that. That's, that's okay. You know, okay. the yellow and blue. Mm, mm. Disgusting. But anyway, go back. But yeah, no. So like only like a few people we should pay attention to. Uh, it's it's uh, Biden, <clears throat> Sanders, Warren, Com- uh, Harris, Kamala. Uh, uh, Buttigieg. Although I think he's probably going to be pe- petering out soon too, because he just can't get the black vote to save his life. Uh, oh, that's the, the gay one. Oh, girl. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. she had something interesting to say when did the whole little Nas. She went on the Breakfast Club and stuff like that. But did she? Oh, yes, he was on the Breakfast Club, girl. So I like we follow politics, but I don't follow politics. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when I'm scrolling down my Facebook feed and I see something, I you know, I just like to stay abreast. About what's going on in the world, you know, just in case some shit pop off, I know where to go. <laughs> right. You know, no, just enough. So, but yeah, I think that I don't know. He, yeah, I don't. Know. He's not. Yeah, he's not going. Yeah, I know. I just, I just, I just don't think that. Like even, like, even on the debate, like he really didn't stand out. He really didn't say anything that was like particularly right. Is uh Booker out? No, no, he's still there. Although, like, I don't think he's gonna go that far. No. Okay. He'll be no. nice, but he's not going to. He's not going to go that far in that sense. That's why, you know, um, I mean, he has Rosario Dawson with him. That's his, his oh, lady yeah. friend. The girls, you know, she's trying to be one old first lady. Yeah. Well, she's a first lady of Congress. You know, it's so interesting. Sometimes the most um, successful women, just off topic a little bit, it's funny how, like, they don't mind playing, like, the wife of, like, a politician. 
Right. Like it's it's like common example. Michelle Kwan. Michelle Kwan, <laughs> who was like campaigning because when her husband was running for governor of um, Rhode Island or something like that, and it was like she was like the wife of this man. I like, but you're fucking Michelle Kwan. Like, right. why would you like? Want to be like you know, but it's interesting in essence. Yeah. But you know, he, he, I don't, I think he's going to be um, waning out in that. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to stay around much longer. Um, also, and then um, I think Beto is kind of popping up a little bit, only because all the shootings in Texas. But I just mm. can't see him last right, long. right. So um, you know, I think we should move into our musical break. You know, it's been, it's, you know, I think it's like about time. Well, right? Nothing else we can talk about right quick. Actually, we can talk about something else. Okay, let's talk about. The oh um, well um, I'm sure y'all I think we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, hold on, let me pull this darn article about the gay Bronx student who stabbed his classmate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um, Abel Sedino. Yeah, right there. Yeah, he killed his. Well, he stabbed his. It was I think it was last fall. Was it last fall? It was. It was. Yeah. Well, it, was it was 2017. 2017. So we were, remember you talked about it last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, two years ago, I guess at this point. Um, and he like stabbed he stabbed his classmate Matthew um, McCree um, after bullying, um, and he was sentenced to 14 years in prison. Right. I mean, it's 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 sad for both sides of defense because I don't want anybody's child to be like you know killed. And the thing about, I think we, uh, this is going to sound crazy, but I'm going to say it and then I can clean it up later. I think that we have softened our kids so much that sometimes that toughness is not there for everyone. And we have spoiled our kids so much that they become rude. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's become so extreme on both ends. I was these in high school, the house down, I mean, I can tell you the shit people used to call me and all that stuff. Right. But I also have a thick skin and all that. And I didn't give a damn right. in that sense because I said, bitch, I've been shot at. There ain't nothing you can say to me right now to piss me off. Right. So, um, but at the same time, that was just like, it wasn't something that was like, I was dreading going to school. Like that it was going to happen when I went to school. You know what I mean? And that I was going to be bullied or talk about. It wasn't something that I was expecting, mm-hmm. even though it did happen. Right. So, um, and, but at the same time, kids are not going to school just to pick on other kids. Right. Like that is like their goal. They're just going to school just to kind of like, cause they have a bad, might have a bad home life. They're just going to school just to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. And that is something that is very new to me. I said, who just goes to school to be an asshole? Right. I understand if you like pop off or you make fun of somebody in the moment, but just going to school to be an asshole. And I think the way that whole thing, he's just tired. You know, the queens get tired, honey. I think he just Mm -hmm. he just got tired, and I don't think he meant to do anything. It just well, 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 so he so apparently, oh yeah, he was bringing a switchblade around. But so uh, I think the story also I think has come out in the trial too is that like the particular student that he stabbed necessarily wasn't bullying him, but he was being bullied by other people. So he just like. He snapped. Like, he just, just snapped and just that's stabbed what I mean. person, which is right. crazy. Right, I mean, right, right. Like, right. He, that's what I meant because it's like thinking that kid just happened to be in, the wrong, place, wrong in the wrong place at the wrong time, saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. And mm-hmm. the girl just, a girl just went up. I mean, I'm sh- I'm 100% sure this, he, he regrets it. Oh, yeah. Killing, I'm 100% sure about right. that. That doesn't excuse it of anything. Do I think he should get 14 years in prison? No. But I think that he should do some time at least yeah. in a mental facility mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, he in that sense. Yeah. I mean, he's fifteen, right? He's fifteen. That's his whole life, fifteen. In this other kid's life. Is so I gone, think that I think plus yeah. his life is over. So. Right, right. I think yeah. Like so he, you he can't was, really he, like. He won't get out until he's thirty. Like, uh, like fourteen years, you're gonna be alive still, and the other person's dead. So I'm just like, I don't know how to gauge that. I don't know. Right. I I I just find like prison like prison time is just such a hard thing to calculate. It's like yeah, you like someone took their life, but like. It was a very. It wasn't like he was like premeditated. It wasn't like this was a stressful. But what situation. charged him? Was it like it, this is like invo- to me? Um, this be involuntary actually, manslaughter. Find, but they could probably say it's manslaughter. Yeah, it was manslaughter. Manslaughter because he wasn't because yeah. he had a weapon on him. Yeah, it was. It was manslaughter in addition to eight years for felonious assault and ninety days for criminal weapons possession. So that's what it. That's okay, what, yeah, because that's what manslaughter. Because it would have been involuntary manslaughter had he picked the knife up. In the moment. moment, right? But that the fact that he was carrying it, you know, with the him fact already. that he was carrying it with him, that was thing. Well, well. Anyway, that's the sad news. Just some music now. I just want to get that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that sense. Um, don't don't sad people. Um, all right. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> oh, I don't have to. Yeah, that's so. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, so we're gonna do our music. Well, our first music break. You know, you know, typically we do you know vocal masters and different kind of masters. I don't know if this person is a master of anything, but I do enjoy <laughs> her music. So. Ooh, shade. Uh, <laughs> so it's Toflo. Um, we're gonna do three songs. The first is her, she just came out like last week. I think it's really don't like you with Kylie Minogue. Then we're gonna do Disco Tits, and then Glad He's Gone. So um, you're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn, and um, this is Tovlo. <laughs>
Say hi, you say hi, we stay hi, you look so pretty, yeah. Say hi, we stay hi, you look so pretty, yeah. I'm sweat from head to toe. I'm wet through all my clothes. I'm fully charged, nipples are hot, ready to go. I'm sweat from head to toe. I'm wet through all my clothes. I'm fully charged, nipples are hot, ready to go. Say hi, we stay hi, you look so pretty, yeah. I'm sweat from head to toe. I'm wet through all my clothes. I'm fully charged, nipples are hot, ready to go. I'm sweat from head to toe. I'm wet through all my clothes. I'm fully charged, nipples are hot, ready to go. You think I'm drunk now, but I'm not. You're so
to gather and talk stay connected with all the tea and more like us on facebook at facebook.com slash queer state of mind and follow us on twitter at usomnyc yes that was cute right? that was, yeah yeah i wasn't mad at it that wasn't mad at it at all yeah oh good mm, um it was nice nice like um it was like smooth Billie Eilish pop. Ooh, Billie Eilish pop. Yes. I don't know what the hell that is. It's like it sounds sure. like something that um, <laughs> disturbed white girls listen to. <laughs> mm. 
There you go. I don't know how much there else to describe there you it. Go. And like, you know, yes, I can totally see who she is. No. I know who she is. Um, Did you just read my good? <laughs> no. Oh, see, you being you know, messy. You, you took it there. You, know, you, you being pop, messy. Pop your goddamn pills. Ooh. There it is. <laughs> it's literally a vitamin. Don't do that. That's not, that's beneath you. It, I mean, you're beneath me too. But beneath the appropriate notes. When you sing. <laughs> so, yeah. hi, we have a very special guest here. Introduce yourself. Hi, guys. Um, my name is Julian Watson. Um, I'm from Philadelphia originally, and I've been living in Brooklyn for about six years now. Wow. Um, yeah. Hi. Oh, you, you put on your trade voice in the air. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like hold up. I'm like, I said, no, wait a minute now. Let me go get my fistful of Jergens and listen to you. Jergens, <laughs> right. really. What would you say? What do you, what do you refer? <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm like, I took a what? Oh, nasty ass. No. Right. Oh, yeah. So he's a. Uh, Tell them, tell, yeah, tell, tell, us, tell us about yourself. What so, you um, why you I am, <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> yeah. Actually, Sadu has been asking me to come here and have like an interview with you guys. For, for like, over years, years and years <laughs> yeah. and years, I've been asking myself, you should come on the show. So this is our like third studio. Wow. I've been asking you since we're in the basement of the bike shop. And really? then we went to a very grand building with a very rich white woman up the street. White woman. This is the third studio, so you know. Yeah. And I was like, "You have to come. You have to come. You have to come. You have to come." Because every time he comes to New York, I always see these fabulous pictures of him. I'm like, "Oh, bitch, I'm here too." Right. You come say hi. Right. You know. You yeah. know. Yeah. I said, "I want to see your face in my hands." Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> no, but today was like a perfect day with my schedule and stuff. Um, I've been like extremely busy because I'm actually getting ready to. Well, I was actually in a company for about a year, a dance company this past year. Oh yeah. Um, we had all classical rap. Um, in a ballet company. And um, I mean, after a year there, I had gotten a very good experience and everything. I learned a lot. I grew a lot and everything. And then after a while, I decided I'm like, you know, I kind of miss having the artistic freedom to be able to go through acting and get back into commercial modeling. And um, ooh, she a model. Yeah. So I actually just got with a mother agency, um, with a modeling agency, and I'm working on building my portfolio. Um, and I'm trying to outsource myself to like Europe and South Africa because they have a lot of work down there. So all right. Yeah, uh, pick him. Yeah, pick him well. I don't know. Yeah. Great. He's a fabulous dancer too. Yeah. So, like, what kind choreographer of choreographer? Also. Oh, oh, you're a choreographer too. Maybe you could like, sh- maybe you could teach me some moves. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish. Um, there she so- go. <laughs> <laughs> go no, no. So, um, yeah. I mean, I've also um, recently gotten back into competitive Latin ballroom. I what? started that. Yeah, when I was, I actually didn't start doing ballet until I was 17. Um, really? Which is really late. I mean, he knows. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wait, so I mean, I'm actually really curious about that because I I know that like obviously like if you start too late, your body like it's kind of hard just to like for your body to like mm. do that. So like, my body's like, fine. I huh? don't worry I, about I, it. Okay, you <laughs> know what? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, mm. go ahead. So, <laughs> yeah. like, obviously, I mean, obviously, you're able to like. Was what, did you have any difficulty getting into it at 17, or was it? Like, yeah. Um, I actually like when I first started dancing, I went to performing arts high school. Um. And it was a graphic design major, and as an artist, I felt kind of creatively trapped in the like in the progress of like the direct. The teacher would give us an assignment, and it'd be like, "These are your guidelines for this assignment." I'm like, I don't feel creative mm. in this aspect. Like, I don't feel like I can express myself in terms of how I feel like I should be creating my own canvas. So um, eventually, like, I was very shy. I was like also in the closet and stuff. But I was like, I had seen like a dance show in the school. I had never seen dance before. I was 16 at this time. But I didn't want to um, 
I didn't want people to know I was gay. So I was like, I didn't pursue dance until I was 17. And But I had started competitive Latin bar with one of my friends in the school who was a dance major, actually. Um, and eventually she stopped kind of doing it. And I found a different partner and we started going to competitions together and stuff. And we started winning awards. Um, and then I kind of slowly moved into ballet because I love the aspect. It was kind of more mainstream. It was like more well known. I thought it was like, I don't know if it was a popular popularity gist between styles, but I did that, and then I went to a New York for a summer program in 2013 when I was 19, and then I just decided, like, yeah. I'm doing the math in my head, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's funny how he yeah. said he didn't start dancing ballet because he didn't want people to know he was gay, but I'm going to do Latin ballroom and wear a blouse and a skirt and <laughs> <Right>. get some pops. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, oh that's God. much better. Right. A yeah. beaded blouse. <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and it's like I just started getting scholarships, like surprisingly. Like, I mean, I never had the easiest body to work with, but I think I entered. <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think it's like because when you start as an adult, like, or at least a late teen, your body is already molded. Like, you don't have the elasticity that like little kids have. But it's like my mentality when I started dancing, like, I was a perfectionist from the start. So it's like it was easy for me to develop line and like stage presence and like partnering abilities and stuff like this so you know i had different opportunities for scholarships and performance opportunities in russia and germany oh, wow. um and i mean this has like been my first year of like not traveling i mean i'm going to london next month so i don't know how it counts <laughs> going to london next month? yeah awesome. so i've actually um been back in school i've um been doing most of my degree online for exercise physiology mm -hmm. um and i'm actually looking at trying to go to london next year to finish my degree up in the fall nice. um so i'm considering that but i mean it's like it's kind of expensive with student visa we can only work 20 hours a week and like oh <laughs> yeah it's like it's like it's another kind of hustle but wow that's amazing um and where do you like i mean I've, i guess obviously you're just like doing lots of travel and like you've like had this you know you're building up the experience like where do you like what is like the one role or one like platform where you like want to like perform the most like is there like do you want like is there like a place you're like i want to like dance on x stage that you haven't done yet mm -hmm. or i want to choreograph for so and so like is there anything like that you're thinking about yeah um i think it's like when you go into a classical art world the ideals that your coach pushes you into is like this is the one direction there's only one direction to go in. yep if you yeah you know, this is an opera singer, like, they're, this, is the, this is the outcome. But it's like when you get in that field and you start realizing, like, you know, knock on wood, the level of drama, the level of, like, artistic pettiness, the level of kind of, I'm going to be honest, like, I want to be honest. I'm like, I think there's a lot of manipulation when it comes from directors. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I think it's like at this point in time with society and stuff, being black has be kind of in the classical art world is kind of made makes you like a token. And people want you as a token of a symbology that they can kind of post and be their poster child. Yeah. But it's like when it comes to the actual grind and hustle of the inside of the theater and the studio work, you're not getting that much work. But they advertise you as like, oh, we have this diverse dancer. Right. And it's like, I feel like within those boundaries, classical art is beautiful. It's a wonderful foundation and everything. Right. But there is a level of um, there's too many walls. There's too many borders in what you can achieve. 
So in terms of like what you just asked me, Micah, I'm definitely like interested in commercial work. Like I've definitely, uh, I've been trying to actually, like I had an audition for American in Paris. <laughs> my, uh -huh. my, oh yeah. yeah but my, bi my biology class was the same day as I couldn't go. Oh no. Oh, she didn't want to American in Paris. I want to do it, but I'm like, I can't fail this class because just, I already oh, failed this. Like, oh, just oh, no, 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 just my degree, yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Just to piggyback <laughs> on what he just said, I always tell people, like, you know, we've discussed this before. You have to have the mental capacity you have to have to be a classical musician. It's beyond. Like, you have to be so strong in the head because it's the arts. Re the reason why people in the arts are so, like, rigid is because it's 90% no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then, like, 7% okay. Maybe, like, 0.5% you might get, like, a good compliment every now and then. But you're literally going into something every day that you're being put down. That's... Mm -hmm. That's it. Like you just go into something that someone tells you you're not good enough every day. That's just pretty much the nature of the beast. And then you're competing with people or people competing with you that you're not competing against. And it's a hot mess. So, you know, in that sense, like he said, it's a and then you have to be the poster child for this one or you have to do this one. When I was in school, I all my opera knowledge I learned on my own. Because I was like, I cannot be like average like the rest of these people running around here. You know, and that's unfortunate, but that's just, you know, part of the game. Yeah. I mean, I want to piggyback off of what you said. I think, like, when you are in a field where you're all being taught the exact same thing, the, the, only way to, same thing. the only thing to do is to manage yourself as an artist. Like, you have to go to your own castings, your own auditions. You have to coach yourself yeah. because everyone's vying for the same spot and everyone's right. receiving the same amount of knowledge. But what is going to make you stand out is the extra work you put in. Right. And no one's going to. I think, like, a lot of young artists these days, like, they want everything. I mean, I can say I'm a young artist, but people younger than me want everything handed to them. There's a there's a level of naivety where they don't understand that being an artist in today's world, there's so much competition. There's so much right. influence through social media that if you are not going to manage yourself, put yourself out there, do the photo shoots, build your social media, like network, connect, travel, like it, it's a full time job being an artist and a full time job managing yourself as an yeah. artist. And if they're not willing to do that, they're not going to see the results. It's almost more about that than talent sometimes yeah. because oh, sure. there are a lot of talented people that are out there that do not promote themselves now like that. Totally. You know, I, yeah, I mean, I, shit, I put myself in that in that group because I could put myself out there, but you don't know how to do it sometimes because you're totally. so used to relying on your talent. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you see me do this, this should be good enough, but that's not totally. the case anymore. Yeah, right. I mean, no, I, I mean, I think, I mean, I think it probably like a lot of fields. Like, I know people who were significantly smarter than me in like in like in my field, but like because they don't know how to put themselves out there, they don't right. go far, so they start still in the same position. So right. like four years later, you're in the back room while I'm like in the front. So. Yes. Same. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's all about that. <laughs> Although she's never really in the front room, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but so you know. wow. So Julian, um, I hear that you uh, were on like Fashion Week. Is that? So um, I do a lot of brand ambassador work. Um, because you know in New York you gotta hustle. You gotta do everything and a million things at once. Mm -hmm. So um, I was working as a brand ambassador for Maybelline. They opened up like this Ooh. whole like. Were you born with it? Was I born born? <laughs> oh, maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Oh, Come yeah, on yeah. now. Oh, my God. I live under a rock. No. <laughs> you got to be quick. I was, just like, hey. um, I was like, maybe that was, you know, before his time. Yeah. <laughs> just a kid, you know. No, um, I was working with Maybelline for about four days. Um, it was really cool. There was actually a lot of influencers. And it was, like, amazing. They had a lot of, like, movie stars and, like, actresses and YouTubers from, like, India and South Africa. I, met a, I met a bunch of wonderful ladies from Ghana. 
there was one yes. she was um Ghanaians are wonderful honey yeah, yeah. as long was... as I'm from Nigeria you're good <laughs> <laughs> says the man from that um Liberia. <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit I'm sorry that's my bad oh no don't be sorry no, don't no, do no, it please, don't do it know. Don't, don't you dare come the N word! <laughs> don't you call me the N word right now? Oh my god! Go ahead. Um, no, but these um, these women from Ghana, it was it was amazing knowing that um, I like Africa has such had such a huge colonization of like white influence and stuff. But it was just nice seeing like a company that was I don't know I would assume would be Euro influenced Maybelline had had there was the one woman that I I was speaking with for a while she was black she was from ghana absolutely and she was um i believe she was a business manager a marketer and stuff and she was there and she was so wonderful and everything and there was a whole group of them um there was a girl there i believe she was also from ghana she was a movie star as and stuff oh honey those african really? movies are very special yeah <laughs> no if you guys have never seen an african movie watch it it is it's <laughs> i can't explain it you just have to see it that's one for no ghanaians um Ghana is a very progressive country in mm-hmm. that sense. They've moved quite mm-hmm. forward um, in a lot of those things, which I think is great. Really I love cool. I, I love Ghanaians. They're, yeah, they're, they're the great. Koreans of uh, um, of um, the West African continent. I'm gonna sit there right now. I'm gonna tell you what that means. I'm gonna get off, <laughs> get off the air. That can mean so much. Oh no, it means exactly what you think it means. <laughs> Jesus, as, as someone oh who's studied East Asian East Asian studies, I, yeah. all right. Um, <clears throat> do you have a do you have a spiritual practice? Um, of a spiritual practice. What the? F- I, <laughs> I mean, in terms of religion, I'm not. It's <laughs> such a funny question. Like in terms of religion, this high is like, do you have a spiritual practice, <laughs> bitch? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, also, um, dick. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> hey. Definitely spiritual. Um, it's deep inside. <laughs> oh, there you go. There oh you my go. god. Um, in terms of uh, morality, um. I definitely think there's an aspect in myself that's kind of existential where I'm definitely looking at the power of the individual. I think that the individuals make up society and stuff, but I think that everyone has an individual power um, to better themselves. Like I think every aspect and every day is an opportunity to make yourself better in terms of, um, I don't know, what you take in and information from other people and what you give out at the same time. Um, <laughs> What was that? Was that Siri? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, she doesn't have. She doesn't have, she doesn't have iOS. That so was not Siri. <laughs> I don't have iOS. What do you? What? What? What do you have? What? What is it called for your type of phone? Oh, seriously, what is it? I actually do not know. First of all, you're not going to try me. <laughs> no, I actually want to know. It was actually my Samsung Gear Frontier watch. Um, it's a Samsung. It's Samsung watch. I, it, um, it's Google. Google, Google Assistant. Sam, Google Assistant. Is what it's Samsung called? is okay. everything Google, like you know, Got Google it. and everything else. You know, that's all this. Yeah. You bet you say you you talked about my motherfucking phone girl like I was have a Acatel or something like that. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I, I, I could tell. <laughs> no, I actually really wanted to know like what is what is your what assistance your Google. 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 Your assistant. Be, be assistant of all the assistants. <laughs> what is but your, what is your assistant. age? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Too far. So. Um, <laughs> sorry. Continue. To yeah. yeah we always get off topic here. Yeah. yeah. Forgive us. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, for our, like, you know, I think, yeah, do you have, have you had like a mentor like in your, um, like in your, in your growth as as a dancer like have you had like is there anyone that like really kind of was like hey do this or has it been mostly like you like finding things out on your own or like 
Whatever. Yeah, I mean, Saidu is definitely um, <gasps> a very supportive person. He was Ooh, all always right, BPP. Been, he's always yes. been supportive. Um, this is like, and since like day one. Yeah. Um, I usually do when I do seek like kind of artistic counsel. I do usually ask him like his opinion. Oh, um, oh that's so nice. Even um, though I'm, I'm usually like wandering around. I'm always. I don't see him as often as I should. But yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I know, but you know, I, he's so great. I went to see him at a, a competition of choreography competition uh, that was clearly real because them people were running and about them people, I mean the people there. I ain't mm-hmm. going to call no names. And no. <laughs> I'll say it, it, it ends with sh. It starts with ruh. Oh. You know, so. <laughs> and the person who won, I was like, really? This little bitch got up here and hopped? <laughs> no, man. But uh, it's one of those things where, like, you know, you just go and people... Yeah, it's, he's a good artist. He really is passionate about what he does, which is a lot of people don't have that type of talent. You don't have to be the best dancer in the, in the room, but I'll have the longest extension. But you have the idea and the passion to do it, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm a person that I, when I started music, I didn't, I didn't learn how to read music. I was like 18, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. But when you have that drive to be, you know, something and you're not a, natural talent you know so right. you know in that sense oh yeah oh. so but so he has it but i just think it's good to support people especially young black people we need to yes. support each other in that sense that's why Amen. i try to be encouraging to most actually i think like i should be a really good question um what is your like favorite piece to do or like what's your favorite you have like a favorite move that you're just like oh yeah when you land it you're like fuck yeah bitch like i got this <laughs> i mean i love turning when it comes into ballet class um but i've really been interested in creating like my own set of repertoire oh. i find that um when i would take contemporary classes or work on um work with new choreographers and company life and stuff like that that there is I'm not really interested in whether people have this show or what what their message is because it's like as a they as a choreographer sitting in the front of the room relaying movement and they want you to interpret their story for them. And I feel like that is an absolutely personal experience, it's a great experience to take something from, but it's not my experience. You know, it's not how I want movement to be done. It's I lose interest very fast. So in terms of moves, I wouldn't say that I would definitely like there's one like so many famous choreographers out here and stuff these days, and there's so many amateurs and stuff like this. Like I'm an amateur myself. Like I would definitely love more opportunities. Like I was looking at trying to submit work for a competition in um, St. Petersburg, Russia, and in Germany sometime next year. Um, but I'm definitely interested in envisioning my own repertoire because I think so many things these days in terms of choreography and movement are about how flexible you are, and there's a lack of humanity there's a lack of connection with an audience and the audience is so interested in what is being posted on instagram Mm -hmm. that they relate that to if the performance is not that exciting to them as what this 15 second video showed them then it doesn't hold any value to them Mm -hmm. and i think that stage work needs to be understood and interpreted by an audience it needs to make sense to a human being it can absolutely be abstract it can be beautiful it can be extravagant but it needs to make sense it has to have some type of meaning for an audience member to walk out of the theater and be like this can relate to me in this sense this makes me feel like i was a part Mm. of this performance because if the audience can relate to it then why is the audience buying tickets you know Mm. amen to that you have to give them your information where they can find you Yeah. what's your social media how do people find you if they want to follow you 
Um, my social media. I don't know if it's should I, should I spell it out? Yes, please <laughs> okay. spell it out. Um, spell it's it out, Julian Watson. Um, J U L I A N W A T S O O N. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I think we just posted it on our Instagram. Yes, yes. And, and I think also on our personals as well because you know we're trying to get our followers up. Um, but, but yeah, no, like, I'm so glad to have you here. I'm obviously happy to have you keep you here for the next like second hour as well. Um, <laughs> this one will get uh, messy and drunk and right. talk shit. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, do you have like, you know, for the young kids listening or just old kids who want to start dancing, do you have any advice or like have you like in your in your life travels, like, have you encountered advice or you're just like, this is like, this is great advice for like moving forward in this work? Yeah. So I was actually speaking to a friend about this and I'm like, I'm going into this radio show interview and I'm like, I want to be honest, but I also know I need to be politically correct in terms of the art world and stuff like that. Mm. But it's like, I think for artists coming up, um, there's a huge level of privilege that a lot of young um, artists have. And I mean, if they do come from households of in larger amounts of income, whereas opposed to people that don't. And I think regardless, no matter your level of income, there has to be a level of desire to work, but there also needs to be a level of, of an output that you need to have a personal life outside of being an artist. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a huge obsession with that. If I sit here and watch ballet all day and only think about ballet and only do ballet, then I'm going to be an amazing artist. But it's like, you need to be able to like reciprocate. Oh, you're good. You're good. oh sorry, like, no, my yeah, time was up. Yeah, no, you're you, good. you need to be able to reciprocate everything you feel on the outside. Like you need to become into the studio as a human being before you are a dancer, before you're a singer, before you're a writer or a painter, anything like that. And a lot of people think that um, oh shit, music. Oh, you're good. You're yeah. good. You're talking. Okay. Um, a lot of people think that um, if you just are good at what you do then you will be successful. But there's more than that. I think being an honest person, being a personable person, um, and outsourcing yourself into every outcome. Don't just do one thing. Do as many things as you can and just learn from everything. Everything is an experience, whether it's good or bad. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, so we're going to start our second hour, y'all. We'll be right back in a moment. Thank you, Julia, for being on. We'll thank be, you guys for having me. Of course. We'll be right back in a moment. Like she don't came up. Look at her. Yeah, look at God. Getting merch. I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm -hmm. He's not gonna let me do anything. Let's get that right. <laughs> Bitch, I see what you did there. You did what I did there. And I appreciate it. Amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Queers to the Mind. We're going to let these queens calm down because they Ooh, do need to calm down. They're doing the most. I'm All right. What is happening? What is happening on the record right now? You say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, this is my good Judy. Bitch, what the fuck you mean? Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Time for the messy hour right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, fags and faggots. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so yeah, facts of life, facts of life, um, oh, queer that. hearts. Oh, god, no, oh. <laughs> that, 
No. We're not doing queer hearts. How about fag hearts? No. You're a no. fag heart snake. How about just the girls? How the about girls. Just, just the girls. Let's skip at the girls. I cannot with the queer hearts. Oh, it just sounds like I'm 14 and I'm <laughs> right. not it having it. It's like a Taylor Swift thing. You know. Hey, queer listening. hearts. I mean, she is oh, commercially successful. Like, She's late. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the, the track, the next track we have? It's so... Like, no, it's it's gonna be over here. Oh, okay. Because you know we're 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 doing dual. We're playing a lot of things. Oh, um, I think honestly, I feel like we should start doing that because that makes more sense. Mother's eye jangle does not want to work. Nope. Well, my works. And I don't have so. a tablet, so bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You need to get one. Well, once I got some money, I'll get Funny one. Funny okay? enough, the girl. <laughs> True. <laughs> you mean to tell me the eye jangle don't work on your iOS system? Well, to be fair, no, it what? has been dropped. <laughs> <laughs> or it was dropped from the iOS system? No, it's been dropped. <laughs> oh, you know oh. what? You no, she my... was, no, you can't. I, I wasn't reading. I was just asking a question. I was, no, I was actually talking to, talking to her. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, okay. But, I was just um, asking a question about iOS. Yes, the last time you used it, you old bitch. No. Okay. <laughs> um, so the throwback track this week is a song that I literally have been hearing in random places. Everywhere for the last like a month and a half. Like one of those things. Like I remember texting people, being like, "Did this bitch die? Because why am I hearing her song so goddamn much? She's fine. She's healthy." Um, this, well, well, I mean, yeah. well, there she's you alive. Let's see who you're talking about. First. Right. So it's, then I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> she's 79. She's lovely. Her birthday's coming oh, up this year. Yeah, she's gonna be 80 this year. Yes, the great. Tina Turner. The queen of rock and the queen Anime, of rock and roll. Anime yeah. Bullock, honey. honey. All right. Nutbush City Limits. Yeah. Um, this, Nutbush Limits. Although we're not doing that song, but we're, you know. But this is the, the song that I've been hearing. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know. You just, you feel it. It's, it's hit your spirit. I get it. Um, but the song we are going to be playing <laughs> is What's Love Got to Do With It? I've literally heard this song. I've heard this in the grocery store. I've heard it at a Chinese bakery. I've heard it in the car randomly. Mm-hmm. I just keep hearing this song everywhere in the gym. You think the universe is trying to tell you something? Or... I think it was. Oh, okay. um, and I'm listening to it. Um, the great thing about this song, too, that like, because like for the longest time, I always thought the song was about hookups. That's like, what's that got to do with it? We're going to have, we're just going to fuck and like not have love with it. But I, you would think that. <laughs> you know, but I don't think, that's not, I don't think that's what the song's about. It's about, I really think it's about, you know, being in well, one, it's like love. What well, love? Being in a relationship like, and being in love, and like, why would you stay when something is crazy? Exactly. What love actually have to do is that's not the bottom line of what's right. holding you together. Exactly. Or like just saying I love you does not enough. Like you right, need to right. actually be in love with me. You know. So yeah. I really, really, I, this song has spoken to me so fucking hard, and yeah. yeah. So we're gonna play it right now. Though you listen to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn, this is Tina Turner's. What's love got to do with it? I love how you give me my say. You must understand the touch of your hand makes my folks react. That it's only the thrill of boy meeting girl while possess a track. It's physical. Only logical. You must try to ignore that in 
Turn down my. <laughs> it's the last one. Turn it down, please. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. It's a lot. Keep turning down. No, I like how where it is right now. I think we Ooh. share it. It's fine. I you know what? I'll just I'll just put in one ear. Okay. Is it really that loud in here? Yes, it's very loud. You know what? I can control it from here. I That's forgot right, about that. Split that bitch. Which one is it for me? That's four. Um, one, two, three. Don't <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna touch anything. <laughs> Don't I'm bother. I'm gonna just leave that alien. Because you know these white folks will know that you did it, and I said what I said. I didn't say that. You should have kept that to yourself. You see, they hurt you. Yeah. See what they're doing now? Because mm-hmm. they're gonna punish all of us, not just you. Exactly. I ain't trying to be punished. Pun- they ain't gonna do shit. No, I'll no. take the black Twitter. The black Twitter. They're not on black Twitter. What is that? What is that? What's happening? Um, well, you say the white me. people. Every time you say white, it happens. <laughs> Just leave them alone. They're trying to get you. <sighs> How dare you? Somebody come get her. Dancing like a stripper. Okay. So on that Topic. note, um, <laughs> yeah, what's that song? speaking of topics, like so, I, you you brought up something that just uh, that just came up over Sam Smith. Want to talk about it, girl? Yes, That's a, a little bit. Um, I only know a little bit of this. Uh, it's not my mic. I think it's mic three. Um, oh, I love how she just thinks. <laughs> no, it's, three. it's actually it's, it's not my mic. Um, so Sam Smith, I believe it was yesterday, did a Twitter thread um, coming out as gender non-binary. No, they did this a, a, a while ago. So Sam's, uh, well, officially, <laughs> Sam's pronouns are they them. <laughs> your face. I don't got nothing to say. No, yeah, you have to have, say. Michael, what do you think about that? So, I think that's wonderful, honey. You do you. Well, right, but I 
I think the issue I have with it is that like it's grammatically, like, it's so hard to say. <laughs> yeah. That's me. It's just hard to say. It's, well, there's that, but yeah. also I, I, like I think I, I think I've talked about it with other people before. It's like I think that there are certain gay men who will attach themselves to the whole like non-binary thing because they have internalized um, hatred for women. Right and like, oh, you going deeper than that? Oh, oh damn! I didn't know right. that was happening. Yeah. Let me go ahead yeah. and take another sip of this piece of rose. Right. Okay, hold on. T. Tea. Yeah. So tea. Uh, iced tea. Iced tea. Beautiful. Not crystal meth. Iced tea. Iced tea. Iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I think that there have been instances where, like, gay men will take on this like, oh, I'm gender nonconforming. I'm like fluid. I'm all these things because at the end of the day, they don't want to be labelized as. They want to be labeled as femme. And like just being Girl. femme is so bad for them that they, they think it's so evil. And like and like they probably can't even vocalize that that's what actually what it is. It's so funny you should say that. I always thought that. Because yeah. um the first time I met this beautiful man right here was at a little thing for impulse. Mm-hmm. Um and wait, which event? Uh the event that it was <laughs> The event where that person talked about having the random sex in the back room. Oh, the that people, one. That one. That Wait, person. I was, was, I was there too. Was you was there. Girl. Okay. It wasn't you that said that. I wonder it wasn't me, but that person said that. That person. That person. That person who uh, takes over Stop. places. Uh, imperialization. Yeah, yeah, the person, the imperialization of that person. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so there's a thing from. <laughs> So I think that, like, for me, when I was a young queerling, like I said, it was just, we just had gay. We had gays, you had the lesbians, and then you had the um, trans, you know, people. Right. And, like, if a guy was, like, butch or masculine, it's only because he has muscles. Right. It was very weird. Like, he could be, like, the biggest queen, but, like, he's masculine because he's built like a muscular person so the idea of we had people who were like riding the line of course who were just very flamboyant but they weren't necessarily um uh feminine so i do think you're right i think that people just are afraid to be be considered um feminine in that sense because i always say that there's two schools there's the girls that there's very extra people there are people who are so uh machismo Right. In, in their presentation and there are people who are so femme in their presentation and right. it's one of those things where like I can tell when somebody you know our I'm just going to mm-hmm. say this right now our producer our um, Barbara Walters of the show used to have some roommates that <coughs> were um, I thought in my, yes in my opinion because <laughs> they were running around as a couple in dresses and stuff that they were doing it for attention it, there was stuff mm. not pure about it and, I, I've been with people like that. I'm like, no, you're you're doing this because you think it's was, something to do. That's right. That's not because my only you thing. are that person. That's that's my only thing. Like, I didn't even put like the whole like being against femininity femininity mm. thing, you know, into um, perspective with this. But I I do think that some people do it just for the attention and not actually in it. Can I be very honest with you? This mm, is gonna yeah. sound messy as hell, It'll and I'm sorry. I hope Sam Smith's not listening. I'm sure he's not listening. But I think that as a former fat girl, him, not me. Yeah, that's you. I played that. Um, That he thought when he lost the weight, things were going to happen. And did it happen? Then nothing happened. That he had better luck when he was a fat bitch. They. Mm. And so he had to find somewhere to be with. They had better luck. I'm sorry. They had better luck. You you see, you're being messy. They had better luck when they were a bigger person. And now, them, is um, 
it's like there's nowhere to be because you like you got to what the gay world thinks you should look like or what you should be and the bitch is still ain't fucking with you so he's just like i don't know it's weird to me but you know he has a a voice of sorts that gets on my nerves right facts can i ask yes sorry sure. um, sorry yeah, please <laughs> don't, don't apologize. Any questions. Um, yeah so like about this i was having a conversation and i just want to ask like do you think the term queer is a way of getting out of people admitting that they're gay no I think the term queer is the way other people who want to be part of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's about getting up being gay. I think that there are certain people who don't want to go to status quo. This is a big thing now, especially mm-hmm. Gen Z and half mm-hmm. of Gen X, that they want to be part of something. You mean, I hate to say this. You mean millennial? Millennials. Yes, excuse me. <laughs> Not Gen X, millennials. I hate to say this, but that was the one of the great uh, uh, statement that Chappelle had in his thing about when he did the car oh, ride yeah, everything. and he said like and the gays are driving the car the lesbians in the front seat the trans and the bicycle in the back and on the road is some white dude in a skirt that's the cues and they come up to the car they're like well I don't know what but I feel like I should get in this car mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's just like yes they want to be part of something mm-hmm. yeah right and I think half the time the cues are just along for the ride until it gets real real hot and then the jump. Oh, 100%. Shape. But do you yeah. find that to just be an artsy trend? Because there are a lot of trends yeah. nowadays. But I it's, think it's like, a trend. But it's like, how can something be accepted into, some, into a history? Because it's not cool to be straight. Trend. It's not cool to be straight anymore. Yeah. It's not a cool thing to be a straight person. Funny enough. Right. If you're like, oh, I'm just straight. You're like, oh, it's not cool. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, you have to be like, oh, you have to, if you can be the, I have, been to straight bars where like the most straight dudes are like yeah you know sometimes i think men are cute i'm like you don't right but you don't need to be right you don't need to like it's not cool because you're cool if you're like kind of like your sexuality is questioned it's cool now right you know it's not cool to be just a straight person and i think even at that point i remember like one time i told one of my um i have like i have a a, i guess friend slash mentor he's like black he's a little bit older um, and yes, you don't like that face. Anyway, you've met him before. Um, how about you? Is <laughs> talking about you? No, I'm talking about no! you. No! That's why oh. I made that face. Oh my God, traitor. Traitor. But I remember one time like, I told him, I was like, oh, I'm queer. And he was like, but you're, you're black. You're a nigga. Like, what, what do you mean you're queer? And I guess also there's like, the degree of that too. It's like queer is not something that we can identify as. Like, I mean, I know we're queer, queer state of mind, but it's like, there is a degree that like queer is a white but queer political is different contract. though. Queer in the generation that I was in was gay. Right. Yeah, right. Queer was not questioning. It could also queer, be an queer. umbrella umbrella term. Well, but yeah, it, it wasn't right. queer wasn't an umbrella term. Right, right, right. Queer was queer was that's whatever. how I typically use it as an umbrella term. It, it, but I'm queer in trans. But it wasn't. Before, I'm giving right. you the right. exact definition of what it was. Queer was anyone who was gay, lesbian, or bisexual. In that sense, it was not a term for people who were outside of the circle. Queer just literally meant you're gay, you're bisexual, right. or you're Umbrella. lesbian. You know, right. in that sense. Umbrella term. That's what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's kicking on. But, but I feel like. But when it moved over, queer is not gay. Queer is not lesbian. Queer is not. It's his that. own thing. It's his own thing. Because you can find women who are like I've. I'm sure yeah. you probably encounter women who are like, oh, I identify as queer, but I'm like, but you don't go down on bitches. So like, how are you queer? Right. Yeah. So it's like a <laughs> mental state that they're open to the possibility that they might get drunk one day and do it. But it's like, is it okay to say that you're part of people that are part of a huge level of oppression just because you want to be something included in a trend? No, no because like Rachel Dolezal wants to identify with us, but she ain't one of us. You know, 
It, oh, sorry, that, that came out. I'm sorry. I just, oh, girl. Uh, I got that, hate in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's cool. But, so it has nothing to do with sexuality. Like, no. you're sexually attracted to. Queers don't have to do with sexuality. It, become, it it's, it's turned into a term that Like genderqueer. Like, you know, yeah. like, exactly. Genderqueer, I'm still trying to grab. I, I, will, I will admit that I don't exactly know what genderqueer is. Me neither. People be asking me, and I'll be like, I don't. I don't know. And if someone wants to correct us and tell us, I would love to know. But I don't Absolutely. think there's like, but I don't. Like, hey, I was like, here's like, what I know. Here's what I, uh, and I that's, that's about the extent. I don't think goes. queer is sexual, honestly. My, for the people I've met, or just the queer people, it's just all mental. Totally. It's all mentality of trying to it's, it's also blend with someone. It's extent. like, it's yeah. not, it's, it's like, a fashion. it's a fashion. It's un- in vogue, you right. know, in no, style, you know, versus. Yeah. Like, I think, I, again, anti-gender queer thing. It's like, I feel like it's one of those things. It's like, it's like this mega umbrella term. It's kind of like how, like, and like the, and maybe there was an original definition of what it was, but it just got totally lost. It's like camp. Well, queer like, is, people yeah. use camp in a way that's not camp. But what you should know about queer is queer does not have anything now to do with gay, bisexual, or lesbian. Mm-mm, not at all. At all. So it's an umbrella term now in a whole different world. It right. has nothing to do with that. I used to call myself queer, but I don't anymore. I don't anymore either. Oh, you did? <laughs> I did. Like, no, because I used that. I use it as interchangeable at, with gay. Yeah, same. And also as an umbrella term. Now I just say fag. Oh. I used to say fag, queer. Yeah, like, I used to say fag. queer and transgender. Yeah. I used to say both. Yeah, the same. Yeah. But no, it's just. So like I said, I just say I'm the girls. Or the girls, you know, the beat. Well, you know, I'm, I'm to one. you straight people, I am gay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm one, to the, one of the girls. I'm fag. Right. Well, I'm one of the girls in the sense of being gay in general. I'm one of the kids because I'm black. Now, now, right, <laughs> yes, right, exactly. Because exactly. the kids exactly. are black. Now, if you are a white gay, you can you can refer to me as sir. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> no. You know, speaking of they white gay, they don't have to call me anything. I mean, Correct. just call you. Just call me by my name. Call me Al. You can call me Al, Paul Simon. Oh, I love that song. Um, speaking of white gays, um, <laughs> what? So Angelica Ross. No, um, so this is your area expertise, girl. So. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna let her have that one. So, um, I, so um, she was on Own. They're doing a black woman in the uh, black woman own the conversation, and mm-hmm. she was talking about being an interracial relationship. And I just really want to basically play the clip that was um, yeah. on this interview. So, um, stick tight for one second. We're going to play this. Ba, 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 ba. I actually was engaged to be married to a white man. We were together for eight years. I don't know if I would actually date outside my race again. There is only really one time that I'm against interracial dating, and that is when you're not allowed to bring your full self to the relationship. Because I was in the relationship where I did not challenge my white partner on his anti-blackness. And instead, I internalized the way he looked at the black community too. And so we both were in our gated community house thinking, this is what, you know, needs to happen. So that means that I'm either going to be with a black man who also has been educated about his anti-blackness and about his misogyny and all those things, or I'm going to be with a, um, someone who's not black who understands that, or I'm going to be by my damn self. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, Sam Smith track in the back. You know what? <laughs> That's the thing. Do it the most. Um, so what do y'all think of that? Look. This is no shade. I think you should start first. You oh, have more think, more experience in this. Yeah, so honestly, it's you know, so who's black white man? No, I mean, I think it's you know, I, I really. Makes, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was trying. You 
She's she thirsty. I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've had this progression for. I've seen like there's been a growth. Even like even in the in the seven years I've been in New York, there's been a huge growth. And um, yeah, no, I think that there has been moments where I've been silent and I didn't really quite no like i was thought that was like the name that was the name of the game right that's what you have to do and like yeah no i think i'm at a point i'm definitely at a point now where it's like that is so important to me because my identity is important to me my family is important to me like i'm not going to shut off something that's so big of big of me not big of me um <laughs> to like to, for someone else that like doesn't really matter like i'd rather be alone than unhappy you know and i and as someone who's been in a relationship where my partner was in some ways, anti-black, like whether you know by admittance or whatever. Um, Ooh, Duran I, is just itching for him. Like, I just want to run. I've learned no. that you just can't do that kind of shit, and I just like I I don't need that in my life. So yeah, no, I I definitely agree with with um Angel Carras on her point, and I think it's great yeah, that she's she's, we can get out. And I think this is a message that like we really need to have repeated and reinforced among not not just black people, but like Asian, Latinos. Like it's like this is a this is a message that like people need to hear. It's like, no, you can't fuck with me unless you're gonna be like unless you're gonna be like openly anti racist and like challenging yourself. I also think like, you know, it's this has been something that's never really bothered me in the sense when you like see profiles of people like no blacks. I don't care because I don't I don't I've never wanted validation from someone white. So that means nothing to me <laughs> at all. I'm not good child, carry on. I'm more disturbed. I'm more hurt when it's coming from people who look like me than exactly. there's other people in my Same. sense. Agreed. But I also think that there's a thing that we have to, and I talk about it, took this about friend. You have to start trying to find blackness in somebody who's not. Mm. Like the things you're looking for this person to do if your partner is white or other, like you're i wish they would do this i said well then you have to marry a 35 year old man from cameroon because <laughs> that's what you're looking for and that's not that this is what it is but i think that you should bring your own self to something but in a society especially in the gay world we have been um trained to think that we need the white validation to be considered beautiful we need the white validation for everything because we even put ourselves down we start to validate black men start to validate all of black men behind the white validation through the white validation lenses. Mm -hmm. And so I think we have to stop. If we stop that, I guarantee you, if we stop that, the focus would change because I always say this. When was the last time you ever saw a 55 year old black man walking down the street with a 25 year old white twink? Mm. Have you ever seen that? But I guarantee you've seen the opposite a lot of times. Yeah. You know, a lot of because, and then to them it's easy because they will come, the same people will come up to you and be like, oh, they will talk to you like they're going to sleep with you that night. You're like, bitch, I don't want you. But because they're presenting their whiteness immediately, like this is all I have to bring to the table because it's been accepted a lot of times by other Mm -hmm. people. So I think if we cut that out and just start and hold people accountable, like, hey, if we're going to be together, I'm bringing my full self. You bring your full self. I'll bring my ignorance. You bring your ignorance and we can clean it up. But you being white, is just not enough because it's, it's ingrained in people. Sometimes they don't even know they're doing it. Oh, no, they don't. It's oh, just yeah. the fact to be like, but <clears throat> I'm into you. 
So why does that matter? It's like, psh, why do you have to tell me you're into me? Like, you know, I'm not something to be into. So, you know, I'm very passionate about this. That's why, you know, I'll be, right. totally. you know, that's why I'd be looking at white people crazy when they hit on me, girl. I'd hop my one eye. I'd be like, Nancy Drew. I said, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> 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 right. Missing fucks. Right. So, so you want to, you know, because, you know, when their accent change and they talk all the, uh, you know what I like to do when they hit on me and they bring out all the black stuff. I like to get real white. I say, you know, I like to listen to Tori Amos, and I just stuck on. I don't. I, Nick, I don't know who that is. So I don't know who Nicki Minaj is. I'm sorry. Never okay, heard one of her Can I give like a scenario? You so sure can. Please give us a scenario, baby. All right. Um. So it's like, say, I don't know if you guys have dated like people even here in New York from like, damn, what was that? <laughs> from like different like countries and stuff, and it's like they come here, but they. They know, um, like, because a lot of my friends in Germany and France and stuff, they watch TV with Trump and all this stuff. And they understand that America, they just look at it as America is just a huge racial melting pot. Like, it's, it's, it's just a pot of racism. So it's like, if they come here and you're like, and you find interest in someone who's a foreigner, but they don't understand racism in America, mm-hmm. how do you go about like you said, Saidu, like bringing your ignorance to the table and then bringing their ignorance? Like, they have no idea about it they just love you for who you are they think you're beautiful who you are how do you how do you like rationale that's yeah. a hard one for me too can i say this real quick yeah, yeah, that's it. a hard one for me especially with people from european countries mm-hmm. it's funny enough because i actually would date someone from here before someone in a european country i know it sounds weird i just mm-hmm. other people it's the opposite for them but at least right. some here they know the experience is i the thing is i've it's hard for me, and this is me personally, because I've never operated from me not being the shit. I don't think, no, no, it's not so much I think I'm the most beautiful person. Just like I think I'm a person. So I'm operating from I'm a person. I don't need you to tell me I'm pretty because I'm black. I don't, I don't need any validation from anyone at any time. He knows I don't like to be called chocolate. I don't like to be called any of that. My name is Sadu. Call me Sadu. Judge me on my good or bad personality. That's how I function. So it's really, really hard for people, for me, to accept anything else from people, but that is me. I judge yeah. you by, based off your personality. Aww. Oh, but we know you do. <laughs> right. So You've like, made it quite clear. Right. It's like so for me, like so I think for a long time I had the opposite thing. Like I was like, oh, I prefer I would prefer a European. But as I if I was gonna date a white guy, I prefer a European. I was gonna date a white guy. Um but as I've discovered in my travels <laughs> yeah, that bitch. she's traveled. I travel really well, is that going after like they have an idealized version of what america yeah, what should be. is and what it should be and also they're like a kid in a fucking candy store because they're like oh like there's like this is something that I don't get in France or in Netherlands or in Germany. Like I need to run around and get as much as I can of it because yeah, I don't have it of, there. It's one of those things where it's just like that people come off and it's just like they they think them being into whatever you are is enough. Right. That is that bothers right. me it's, so you, much. Like no matter from anyone, it's just like well, yeah, no, because I think it's just like oh, yeah, because in the day it's like you only want me because I'm black. If I weren't black, you would never talk to me in the first place, and that bothers me. Yeah, it's just like I have a lot to offer, you know. Right. I can, you know, but at the same time, we're not treating each other like we're number one. Totally. So I think if black men start putting black men as number one, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to marry or end up with somebody. If you totally. start to treat yourself like 
my race is number one. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a number one bitch, you know. I'm not number two, you exactly. know. Because, you know, even when I talked about the 310 thing, I was, I was like, you know, whenever you see uh, a white man can have a stomach, titties, whatever. But oh, he's, he's cute, blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, but has it, a racist family. Yeah. Or, but, you know, he's not that cute. But the black man got to have just... a doctorate degree. Uh, Adonis, but he had to do all that. Oh, he had to do, and this is coming right, from us. Right, right, right. Like us you're, on that like, as a black, you're a ten, but your the white boy you're dating is a four. Yeah, it's like you can, you, you can, you can. That's easy. That you can really do that. Like, oh yeah, that's 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 we're doing that to each other. If we stop all doing that to each other, Duran, what you're going to stop? <laughs> what? I doing do. too much. So. I, I, I'm uh, just uh, but sitting here. I'm just we're gonna existing. we're going to we have to we have to make. We have to uplift. We have to think that we are like the shit. We really We're like do. the absolute shit. We and really once we do. put each other there, it's because they will meet us there. They will have to, you know, because it's so weird. You ever been with someone, actually a black partner, you and a black partner, and like Ooh. you turn down a white person and they, the ego gets so hard to go, well, it's because you're into black boys as a black person. It's just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like uh, I, yeah. I'm just not attracted to you. Right. Yeah. It's just you know, that simple. Yeah, but remember, <laughs> but it's like, why do I have to be into mm-hmm. someone who looks just like me? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. but, I, but I was dating my black boyfriend so many years ago. I remember that happened. <laughs> Girl, Lina that Richie. Was, that was trash. Um, on that note, let's yes. get to our music. Let's get to our music break. Um, so I originally picked three songs. We're gonna. We're only gonna pick two. Uh-uh. You're not gonna sip that water until she's done. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, so we're only gonna do two songs because the second song is like ten minutes long, and oh, okay. I want to continue this conversation. I don't want to just like keep you know oh, this right. the conversation. Yeah. So we're only gonna do two songs. We're gonna do don't call, both. These are also new tracks that just came out this past week. Yeah. It's don't the, the new Charlie's Angel song. Don't call me Angel with Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and um, Lana, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> which as you listened to before, you uh, said girl Lana Del verse. You see. She brings it back. I, okay, I, I heard her verse. I can't wait. And then we're going to do Incapable by Royce and Murphy. Oh, I love Royce and Murphy. Too, like, this song is cute. It's, it's, okay. it's also like a 10 minute song, though. Oh, that's, that's fine. So that's why we're going to do two songs um, for this musical break. Um, you listen to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be back in a moment. Sunset, yeah. So don't you track them around me. My life is a bit 
Never had a 
Make sure to take Queer Minded with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at radioqueerminded.com slash QSOM. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now, let's get back in a queer state of mind. Yeah. You wasn't supposed to look at the camera, girl. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I like to do, though. I like to look at things when I'm looking at it. Um, what do you want think of that music? It was music. Yeah. We love music. I don't remember what was playing. Oh, you know what? You're late. (laughs) What did you think of the music? I liked it. Well, I like I like like Royce and Murphy's Royce and Murphy's, which is I love Royce and Murphy. Like um, her um, Ruby Blue album is one of my favorite albums. So good. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, don't call me Angel. Not that. mm. Eh. Well, here's the thing too. I wasn't mad at it. It's just it's just very. 
it's yeah. it is what it is in oh. that sense. You know? Well, also the thing too. So like with the with the Charlie's Angels reboot, there's it's th- it's like obviously three women, but like two of them are of color. Well, one's like they're both mixed, but they're both like oh Naomi Naomi Harris is in no it? no it's um what's her who's in it um you know who's in it. Uh, I can't remember their names, but uh, her name is, I think her name is Naomi Scott or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she's, she's half, um, she's, she's half f- South Asian. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one's half. Did she played Jasmine in Aladdin. Yeah. And she was uh, the pink Power Ranger in the, the Power Rangers on reboot. Okay. Never said. Yeah. Yeah. So sure, she's fabulous. And then the Great other gowns. one is half. She's been in she's all these reboots. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other one's, half, yeah. Half black. And she's so, super tall. Yeah. So the fact that they like decided they're gonna do the song, it's like the theme song for Charlie's Angels, all right. three white girls, three basic I, white girl, girls. I just well, like, Ariana's not basic, but you know, yeah, I don't think. Well, I think it was fine. I just didn't like the fine, song so much. I don't like the song either. But I, I honestly think they should have like did a black, a Latin, and uh, a white girl, a white girl. Yeah. So it should have been Ariana and Hermione and Camilla to me because they're all You're like in the same <laughs> no girl in the same lane. It's, I didn't say it was going to be a great song, but I'm just saying at least they're in the same lane. Because I think Miley, Ariana, let me, and Lana me, are all in three let, different lanes. Let me put it this but way. But they're all white. Right. Yeah, yeah but yes, yes, let's be real right now. Okay. Uh-huh. So Ariana could have done that song by herself. She could have. A hundred percent. So she's not in a lane with anybody right now, but Ariana at this moment. Right. No, for sure. But I'm saying like at least the, the music would align more. With you know what? With what? I mean? what? I'm saying like they should have picked... Three different girls of, of of different colors, but they're like they're all pop artists. Like they're all but see, in the same genre. That's what I mean. But who? I mean, they all are pop. Who's in the same? But because like you said, like motivation is Ariana Grande song. Motivation is Ariana Grande. Well, they can actually, I can see Normani. I can see Normani and Ariana doing a song together. But then, I can. But they'll be the same. Well, yeah, Ariana and Camilla and Ariana and Camilla and. And I can't see Normani. Camilla. I cannot see Camilla in here. I, they were in a group together. Don't mean they in the same that's, lane. That's, that, that, right. that's true. That's true. It could have been maybe Selena, but you know <laughs> Selena's vocals are kind of late. You know what? I think here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think actually, sorry. I think something that I mean, not to say Cardi should have been in it because I mm. I feel Cardi's in her own special lane. But I yeah. feel like it, it could have been added to have like a rap. They could have did a TLC it. thing then, right? I didn't mind it. Like yeah. I said, I think Lana Del Rey brought something completely different to the totally. song. And it was, Which is great. Because Lana Del Rey does this whole trip-hop uh, genre. Because, right. you know, she's in that whole... She's like half Tori Amos and half like hip-hop. It's just it's a very very weird style she has. Never want to see her live. Cause, but, you know... <laughs> I know, she's not terrible. Um, but I don't think... I wasn't I don't like how you did it. I wasn't mad at it. Like, honestly, everything don't need to have a color person in it. I'm sorry. I'm one of those people. I don't no, need I it. I, I, I get that, but the, I don't. I mean, I mean, I think that I, the issue I have, like, the only reason why I'm like they should be a color person is because the movie literally is like three women and two of them are. I color. get it, but you know what would have happened is they wouldn't have put much effort into that song because people do that. It's like, like we said, sometimes it just uses a token. We should have a black girl. We should have an Asian girl that sings. Let's put a trash song out. And, it's just right. no, I get that. Ah, no, can't. No, no, I get that. But it didn't necessarily I, I, have I, to be a trash song either. They, 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 could, a, they could do something great together. It doesn't have to right. be a trash song. Three different I mean, styles, but, but still in like. But it a will be a lane. trash but song because they're selling. They, they're selling. Even what they could have done, they could have put like if they really wanted to fuck things up, put someone from K-pop and just be like, "You can sing English, right?" Put it on. Sure, that would have been cute. But what I'm saying is, if they would have made that so that when people make things really diverse, that means they don't have to try. You're not. You have no, to notice fair. the shit. No, when, when, you know, it's no, just no, like, oh, we have this, so we don't have to but do I'm shit. I'm saying, what if they made it diverse and they actually tried? They actually made, but they weren't that was go, great. But they weren't going. Because sometimes to. people, you know, well, like obviously, like Billy Ray Cyrus and Little Nas X, two different lanes, but still meet. Right. But 
Here's the thing. They didn't do that. Billy Ray Cyrus came on later. He wasn't put together. He came no, for on sure. Later. For he sure. But I'm saying, like, sometimes, you know, it does happen and it does turn out to be great. Baby, they put three white girls together that are very big in their genres and they still made it trash. Do you think they were going to try with two <laughs> color girls? <laughs> to be fair. I mean, it's a trash think about Think about that. It's trash for three white people. They weren't going to try. <laughs> put some, <laughs> I mean, they could have picked also a better song, is what I'm saying. Like, was, I feel well, like, it, was, it was a trash song to be then. To those all, I, I don't hate it. I'm just saying that it right. could have. It's just a, okay. it's a basic song. All right, we're it's spending we're, we're spending too much time talking about the song that's trash. Yeah, it, it is it's what it is, Sonny. You know, it's it's here's the thing. No <sighs> more. At, at this time, no, just just say this. At this time, you know, it has someone, at this time, girl, Ariana Grande, she was the executive producer and she was like the first first songwriter in the yeah. song. So at this moment in time, what mother says goes. It's probably gonna be like a, a still like a maybe like a top ten hit at least yeah, for a few years. Yeah. Like I do like I do like all three artists like individually. I do. Right, but together that's the thing. I yeah. mean, this is yeah. not you know. It's not cohesive. This is, enough, this is yeah. not Dolly Parton. Uh, oh, we're talking about Dolly Parton, Lena Ronstadt, and yeah. Emily Harris. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, bitch. Come on, right now. Come ooh, on. Beat. Oh, people, I know beat. that. Um. So, um, I want. So we only have a few minutes left of the show. We have like ten minutes left of the show, and I want to oh, yeah. talk a little bit about. A road trip. Oh, so Julian, we had a road trip. We got to wait for Duran to get back. Well, we can start it. So we can talk over Labor Day. The top three moments of the road trip. Top three moments. What were the three? Oh, going to the terrible gay bar. Well, and, oh, no, oh, no. Top four. That's the top okay, four. Okay, that's terrible. So, right, so number four was the gay bar. It was, they had a cover to get in. The drinks were trash. Where'd you guys go? Roanoke, oh, no. Virginia. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh. It's going to cost like $5 for these cocktails at this Roanoke gay bar. And uh, early in the day, me and Duran, because I'm very weird. I don't like to be lost. So I That makes sense. It was fun. I went and scoped out the place before, you know. So I said, okay, we're going to go here. So we went there that night. $8 to get in what? Got in. So we ordered drinks. Four drinks. Just regular well drinks. Thing is going to be like $20 because we're in Virginia. We're in Virginia. It's like thirty-eight, almost forty dollars. I was like, "Girl, you're charging New York prices in Virginia." Right. And he poured like at gay that, bars, we get cheaper drinks. In he New York poured City, like right. that much liquor. There was, it was no so liquor. little. It was no. I thought the no bottle liquor. was empty. So I thought he was going to change the bottle. No, he was. And honestly, this was a uh, a white bartender. The 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 black girl. She actually she had like yeah. a little bit of a more of a pour. Right. A little bit more of a pour. And yeah. now I had, you know, I put on my wrinkle finest and the girl's like, oh, you shouldn't wear that. I was like, girl, we're going to a gay bar of Virginia. I know these tees. I am going to be the best dressed here. Yeah. And I was the best dressed. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was like, mm. so that was number four. Number three was me and my sister had one old bra in the kitchen. <laughs> that was everything. It was so stupid. Over Packing um, the meal to go. So pretty much what's happened was this. I was lying in the bed in the basement. I said, hey, ladies, I'm going to probably pack some, um, um, what you might call it, egg, egg rolls for us to go and all that. So nobody responded. And I was just like, oh, okay, I guess these bitches are fine. So I went up to pack myself a plate. And then my sister was like, well, are you going to pack this other girl's plate? Did you tell them? I said, oh, they can fend for themselves. <laughs> So that became a whole thing because Micah did not hear me nope. say it. Duran heard me say it. So Rebecca, I, so it was a whole, 
pretty much we're all talking in circles. I was just like, wait a minute now. You're not going to sit here and call me greedy. I actually announced it. Mm-hmm. Now, the bitch didn't hear, but one bitch heard it didn't respond. So it was a mess. We went through a whole case and all this stuff and bitches doing too much. And to be fair, my sister was also being very pointed about her tone because she was mad about something else and not what I was doing. Right. And so I was like, I, I, I was like girl, you fair. are not going to go ahead and drag me. Right. <laughs> over here right that was number three so that, what's number two number two number two was you talk about duran's stomach <laughs> oh that was beat so we were so i was driving the entire way i Bitch. drove all the way down there drove all the way back um we have, i put like you know a lot of miles on the car i love driving so whatever um at one point i think we were talking about something about gym working working out yeah working out and then like she was talking like i think duran said something about the lines of like well, I'm not motivated to work out in the morning. I was like, oh, just look at your stomach when you wake up. And that was it. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was, it was really rude fun. and hilarious. <laughs> we just She's got to... a horrible human being. Was... I'm going to give her back. She's we going to at... pay what the fuck she owes. We were at a rest stop in Maryland or? Yeah, yeah, somewhere. Somewhere in the middle. Not not Pennsylvania. Maybe, maybe it was just the beginning yeah, of Pennsylvania. Yeah. But it was it was just funny. But number one, uh, I get to tell two. number one. You yeah. want to tell number one? Yes. Tell, uh, tell it fairly. I'm gonna tell it. Well, if I can remember what number. No, no, you can remember. I remember what it is. How did, how, did, how did it get started? At least. Well, okay. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly forgot that part. Oh no, no, I remember now. You asked me if I wanted to be your wingman, and I misinterpreted what you meant by that. I said, do you want to go to my, I said, do you want to go to the bar yeah, and, and be, be my your, wingman be so wing can man. be bossy? And I was just like, no. And then you responded with like, well, bitch, what would you want to do with me? Because you asked me if I wanted to work out or something else on top of that. And I said no to every pretty much thing you threw out there. Uh, and I was being honest. I was just like, no, I don't want to do these things. Like with another person. Um, that's just what it was. It wasn't particularly about you or not wanting oh, to no, do them No, girl, at all. what you said was definitely I, about no, 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 no. Me. I, no, 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 but it is. But what I'm saying is like being a wingman to someone. Like I, if if Michael would have asked me that or anybody else would have asked me that, I would have said no. Ooh, go but, ahead, finish the story, girl. Right, right, but yeah. then I said, you know what? To be honest, <laughs> I feel like I also don't want to do this because I feel like you'd be trying to live through me. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, I knew that was going to be. I, I knew what I was saying was unclean. First of all, I laughed. And I had to, I had to clean it, it up. It was funny. It was funny. Like, I was like, I, I, I knew I was going to have to clean this up. There and I was, was like, no way to clean that up. We, I know it was no like, way to clean we, it up. But. I was driving. I literally, we both, me and Sadie both literally looked at each other. We were like, girl. And I was like, let me keep driving. I feel. My first thought was, I was like, first of all, bitch, how low do you think my self esteem is that I want to live through you? No, but what I meant by that was like, when she sees a guy who could potentially be like a good guy for me, like my type, whatever, based off what I have presented, she'll then go like, oh, girl, that guy over there. I think can you, can't you just see yourself being with him and doing this and that with him? I'm just like, that's so creepy. Like, why are you going so <laughs> deep? It's like, like, and, and all the time. I, I know. I know that now, but I just I've never done that like with anybody. Well, like, I mean, they might, they might be like this fish. guy, this oh. guy. <laughs> You know what? We're not going there today. We're not doing that today. You raggedy bitch. <laughs> but, you know, like like people would go like, oh, I see this person being cute for you and that's it. And you've done that too. And I'm just like, fair, fine. I was like, yeah, that is my type. But then you get, go into the details. I'm just like, in that voice, I'm just like, oh, that's so creepy. I was just like, does she really want this Long guy? Story does she wow. really want this guy for herself? Oh, no. That's what I'm thinking in I'm my head. 40 years old. If I wanted a man, I would tell a man I want a man. That's yes. not a problem. I just literally just going like, I was just like. Like you did last what, week. Weekend, what you yes. said, what you said it, we're not gonna be messy like that. 
Don't be messy, Duran. You see. Um, so when you see some, I was just like, I'm just trying to be like cool and be funny as I live through you. I said, I can barely live through myself. Why the <laughs> fuck would I want to live through you? <laughs> to be fair. I mean, to I was fair. like, you live through someone, you live through me. It took me. No. It took me. Yes. So, you should not do that either. It took, bitch. This shit was so funny, Julian. I was like, this bitch don't lost her goddamn <laughs> mind. Right. Like, I told my friend, Rebecca, she just, she fell on the floor. I said, bitch. <laughs> Uh, so who the what what the fuck? Like, does that does that at least make sense after like you know? Explaining no, it, it doesn't, doesn't make okay, sense at fair. all. That's fair. It no. doesn't make sense because you know my personality. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I'm just like, bitch. Really, I'm not. I'm not. A, I think I always say this to Duran, and he's a very great and sensitive soul. I like you take me too seriously. <laughs> I'm ninety percent bullshitting. Yeah, hundred percent. Actually, yeah, hundred percent. Ninety percent. Yeah, I like you take me. Too, you take me too literal. Like I'm like when I'm like stern and little when I'm being like serious I'm serious when I'm being silly I'm being ser- silly. Right. But that was and so last week I played all tracks that were like um I want to be like you if I were you. So all the music I played was about trying to be like someone else right. <laughs> just to be petty. Right. Ooh. Um. Can we? <laughs> yeah. Before we go, Julian got to. Yeah. Can give you tell his... your social media one more time? One more time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <Oops>. Oh. <laughs> He's just listening. He got so quiet of his interview. Yeah, I'm listening. Um. It's Julian Watson. J U L I A N W A T S O O N. Yes. All right, guys. Follow him. Follow the rest of us. QSO NYC. You can find the rest of us on the goddamn social media. This has been a good episode. It has been a good episode, girl. Yeah. You know, mother her slippage, honey. You know what? <laughs> what slippage? I mean, all the slippage. You taking your pills lately? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am. I wanna be with you. If only for I'm drunk. I'm singing Mandy Moore right now. I'm wow. I'm drunk. Um. Ooh. I mean, we have like 15 seconds. Yeah. Would you rather really date a hot version of your friend or be single? Be single. I would date a hot version of my friend because, like, I, mean, I love people. <laughs> I bet you would. No, I would because I, I just my friends. You know, it would be like living through her. <laughs> no, it won't be, girl. Would you, would you date a hot version of Justin? No. You know what? Cue the music. I'd rather be single. You're right. <laughs> Cue the music. You're right. You're right. Cue the music. You're right. Oh, she's so terrible. I need a specific friend. I'm no. going to the show next week just to get her together. Not her. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for tuning in to Queer State of Mind, everybody. This has been a great show. We Bye. will see you next week. Bye. Bye.